Welcome to the TJI Preaching and Ministry Podcast, your source for all things preaching and ministry from the Jenkins Institute. This is your host, Jonathan Sanford, and now your friend, Jeff and Dale Jenkins. Thank you, Jonathan, and welcome to the latest edition of the Jenkins Institute Podcast on Preaching and Ministry. This is Dale Jenkins, and I've got my brother Jeff out in Texas joining me. Jeff, how are you today? Dale, I'm doing great. It's good to hear from you. Are you over in Tennessee today? Uh, I happen to be in Tennessee today. It's a rarity. Uh, yes, it is, isn't it? Yes, well, it even is. tomorrow for Alabama. So, Dale, I'm sitting in my office in Louisville, Texas, and we have a live special guest today. He's here in the, the office with me, and uh, as you said, that's unusual because some of our guests are not really alive, but this He's one live is. Live and special. So, yeah, so Dale, we're thrilled today for our podcast to have with us our good friend, Ralph Gilmore, who teaches at Fried Hardeman University in Henderson, Tennessee, and who is uh, one of our very close and dear friends, and we're glad that he's with us today, and as I said, he's here uh, in Louisville because he's involved with our preacher training camp, we're having a great preacher training camp, he's doing a great job, and have a great group of young men. And we're delighted to have Ralph with us. Ralph, welcome. Glad to be here. So, Jeff, first of all, I, I'm very shocked. Uh, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen your office on camera. I thought your office was Chick-fil-A. So that's the first thing. <laughs> well, it is. We call this my remote office. The real, the real office. The real, the real office serves the best chicken in the world. Well, they, they uh, closed our Chick-fil-A that's closest to our house down for a month to, to oh, do modeling and I am in mourning and mm. I've had to drive a, a whole mile to get to the next one. So it's been really tough. So. All right. Well, Hey, well, since Ralph's there in your office, I've got an idea. Okay. Let's ask him some questions. Hey, that's a great idea. Dale. That's why you're the head of this thing. So, <laughs> good. I have another idea. <laughs> Go for it. So Ralph, uh, we wanted to talk to you about the big, great debate that's going to take place. Uh, Tuesday, September the 27th, on the campus of the Ohio State University that will involve yourself and Alexander Rosenberg. Um, tell us a little bit about this debate. Maybe start by telling us uh, how did this all come about? Well, a lot of people, I guess, they are, are unaware of the Warren Apologetics Center. The Warren Apologetics Center is in Vienna, West Virginia. Charles Pugh is the director. It was begun uh, to honor Thomas B. Warren, his writings and his legacy as one of the finest, um, most eminent apologists in the churches of Christ. And so that was begun a few years back. Three years ago, I uh, had a discussion with, uh, with a guy by the name of Robert Price, who denied the historicity of Jesus. So this time, they're going to try to go on a big scale and get a major atheist to discuss whether God is a moral monster. Now, this happened because of them, not because of me. They're the ones who pursued it, actually through the help of uh, uh, Abraham, Roy Abraham Varghese, who is uh, editor of a couple of books, Intellectuals Speak Out About God. It was his idea to try to get Alex Rosenberg. He's a major name, a major player. Three years ago, he debated uh, William Lane Craig on the campus of Purdue University, Indiana. So he's a major, he's a major dude. So it, it was their idea. So they called me about it. If he would be interested, thinking that there was no way that would happen. As a matter of fact, the dude said yes. 
So we're going to do it. So, Brother Ralph, uh, how many debates has this, this guy been in with, uh, with those who believe in God? Oh, I guess he's probably been in half a dozen or so major debates with uh, theists, you know, like Norman Geisler and others. He's, he's definitely been a mover and shaker. He's past chairman of the philosophy department at Duke University, and he currently holds a, a chair of excellence um, in uh, ethics and science called the R. Taylor Cole Chair of Excellence at the university, at Duke University. So he's the real... He's no intellectual lightweight. That was what you seen. No, no, he's, he's heavy juju. He's big stuff. So, Brother Ralph, why do you believe this debate is important? Um, well, I started to give you a smart aleck response because that would be my number. <laughs> it will because I needed something to do in September. Okay, I'm, I kind of thinking it's a big deal. Uh, we had a presentation here just yesterday by one of the guys that's on the preaching staff, staff here with Jeff, and he was, Kevin was talking about how the college students are, are being more and more influenced by the nuns, you know, what's your religion, nun, or they're unchurched, or they're skeptical, or they're atheistic, more so than in recorded history. So one reason why we want to have it at Ohio State is because there's 60,000 residential students there. And 30 minutes away is Ohio University, and there's 30,000 residential students there. So we're trying to get as many of those students and others who are interested to try to fill up an auditorium that will seat about 2,700 people. So, Brother Ralph, um, you, um, you, you said this was not your idea. Yep. So, so you probably wouldn't have uh, sat down and said this is something that really needs to be done. Of course. Obviously, you're not opposed to it. No. So um, what would you think, from your vantage point, what's the, what's the goal? What, what, what do you hope is accomplished? What do you hope happens because of this debate? I don't expect to change Alexander Rosenberg's mind at all. He's 69 years old, and he's, uh, there's been a lot of water under the bridge for him like there has been for me. So this debate is not for either him or me. The debate would be for those with open minds and open hearts who basically in college only hear one side of the story. And they don't get much of an opportunity to hear the other side. You know, we teach Christian evidences at Fried Hardman and at other, uh, you know, faith-based universities. And it's a common thing for our students to take apologetics. They don't do that at Ohio State. They don't do that at state schools, uh, and, and therefore, this is a tremendous mission opportunity, we think. Uh, so I really think that it is possible that, that open minds and open hearts can create differences on the college campus. By the way, the Buckeyes for Christ, uh, one of our graduates at uh, Fried Hardeman, uh, Josh Ball, is head of that, and he is, uh, he is really excited uh, because they are going to be uh, very interactive in trying to help fill up that auditorium of college students. So, Brother Ralph, uh, I know you could probably give a, a smarter answer to this because I've known you a long time and you can give a smarter answer to everything, but uh, what have you done to prepare for this debate? I mean, specifically the last year or so since you've known you you were going to be doing this. Well, I actually knew about this in January, so it's been, you know, whatever that is, six months or so. Um, one of the things that you have to do to get ready for a debate is like 
studying the Bible, Dale, is you, you, you study the passage from the inside out. You study the passage, and then you study the context of the passage, and then you study books about the passage, et cetera, et cetera. But it all starts with the primary sources. So one of the first things that you have to do to get ready for this is that I have a, a 21-page single-spaced outline of his major book. Um, one of my moderators is Dr. Joe DeWeese, who teaches at Lipscomb, PhD in biochemistry from uh, Vanderbilt. Uh, Joe has uh, gone through a, a couple of his books as well uh, that are heavy on the science side. Um, I've enlisted a lot of help from various people to read the primary sources. I've had three um, graduate and undergraduate um, research assistants to make sure that we cover all the bases to read everything this guy's ever said so that theoretically, if he surprises us with something, it won't be because we haven't read what he said. So you begin there, and then you begin to, to, to look at the William Lane Craig debate with Rosenberg and others who have had discussions with him and make sure that you have heard everything that he said in debates. And then you uh, read the people that he likes, that he recommends, the philosophers and science, scientists that he believes know the true story of the origin of the universe. So it's a long process, brother, and there haven't been very many days. Uh, I don't remember any days, as a matter of fact, since January that I haven't done something about this debate. So, Brother Ralph, you, um, I heard you mention the other day that, that uh, kind of billing this as, uh, with the question, is God a moral monster? Mm -hmm. is, is, that, uh, is that what Mr. Rosenberg is going to say? Is that what he believes? Yeah. I believe that you'll find in the preface of his book, which is page um, the triple I, uh, page eight of the preface, he calls God a moral monster. Uh, Sam Harris, uh, you know, probably the number one atheist in the country as far as books that have been written and, and read, Sam Harris calls God a moral monster. Richard Dawkins, uh, by the way, Richard Dawkins is 74 years old himself. Richard Dawkins, um, you know, the blind watchmaker and other books, calls God a moral monster. These guys love to call God a moral monster. So it occurred to me, uh, why not just approach this directly and, and approach the debate as such? And by the way, it was never my idea to call this the great debate. Uh, that'll be up to somebody else to judge how great it was. <laughs> That's just PR stuff. Right. But the actual proposition that he's going for is this. Now, listen carefully. Because of the vast amount of human and animal suffering, the omnipotent, omnibenevolent, omniscient God of the Bible does not exist. So he wants to talk about human suffering and animal suffering, and he wants to try to prove that God does not exist because of that. So the first part of the evening, it will be divided actually into two hour and a half segments. Starting about 6.30, he will uh, defend that proposition. Then the second half of the evening, I'll defend obviously the opposite proposition. So tell us what your proposition will be. No. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, you're not telling me. No. 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 To everything he says yes to. Okay. That's my job. Oh, it's going to be. Obviously, the, 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 the God, a God who is omnipotent, omnipotent, et cetera, et cetera, that, and, uh, and in, in the midst of a world where there is evil, that they are fully compatible once you understand the purposes for which God made the world. So basically, that's what you do. Now, this is going to differ some from the debate with William Lane Craig, 
because they had people in the audience judging it and all that sort of stuff. We're not asking anybody to judge this debate except internally. Um, but it will be aggressive, I, I believe. Well, Ralph, uh, what kind of debater is he? Uh, when he gets going, he's good. It may take him a couple of seconds to get that first sentence out because he kind of has a little deal there to get him going. Boy, when he gets fired up, he has a couple of uh, half-brothers who were killed in the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. And he happens uh, to believe that this world is completely incompatible with a, a God of, of love who knows everything and all that stuff. So he has some personal reasons, and obviously he's a well-trained philosopher. He's got, he believes that he can take it from the very first bosons of the very first quantum mechanics, uh, quantum physics theory. He believes that he can explain it all the way up to Walmart. You know, he believes that he can, all, he can do it all without God. So um, ideally it would be great if everybody who, is, um, who could would go and be a part of the debate. Uh, yep. in physical presence, but what if they can't go? Well, it's tough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. What I can say so, is, remember, I didn't set this up. All right, what you need to remember is, uh, first of all, Warren Apologetic Center for Thomas B. Warren. WarrenApologeticCenter.org, and when the time draws near, they will have complete instructions i imagine there'll even be a button where you can push to go to live streaming okay. okay so that's what you need to remember and in the meantime if you did want to be one of those people who went to the debate then you can register online right at the bottom of this uh, little publication that i'm looking at um, and that would be you could go to www.thegreatdebate16.com all right, and the and great and debate are capitalized. www.thegreatdebate16.com. That's where you would go to register to make sure that you'll have a seat. I guess I am less than optimistic that the whole place will be filled, but the guys who are behind this uh, blow away my lack of faith. They are sure that uh, that the bottom at least will be filled. It has about 1,900 people in the bottom, and then about 800 people sit up in the balcony. Uh, it's right on the campus of Ohio State University, so we're hoping that there will be a number of people there. If you want to register, you can do that, or remember the website where you can live stream, but that information is not now available. And the date is Tuesday, September the 27th, 6.30 p.m. Yep. What time you do you think it will be over? About uh, 9.30, 10 that night, or...? Well, the schedule is 6.30 to 9.30. We haven't allowed a lot of time in there uh, for a lot of rigmarole. Uh, we have allowed a few minutes or so. So I would say 9.45 at the latest. Well, we'll we're, we're thankful that you're going to be doing this and, and know you will uh, represent uh, God's people uh, well, and we appreciate that. Well, thank you. And we want to thank you for joining us today on our podcast and want Glad you to, to know that uh, we'll be praying for you and particularly for those people who'll be listening, for all of us who'll be listening. Yeah. Dale, good to be with you. Jeff, y'all enjoy yourself this week at camp. Are you making crafts or anything? Yeah, we are. We're making sermons and stuff like that. So. 
That's what matters. That's just, you know, nothing important. Just sermons. Uh, All right. Y'all have a great day. Thank you for listening today. And until next time, God's richest blessings be yours.